You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast, and in this episode, I'm going to teach you how to deal with distractions. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world we live in. Hey, empaths. It's so good to be back with you again this week. And I know a lot of us have a lot going on. We are easily distracted. We have things that distract us. We have the phones, the social medias. We have um, all of the channels now that we can subscribe to. Um, There's YouTube, which is great. There's podcast, which is great. There's all the things, right? So how do we deal with distractions? Yes, even empaths, we get distracted. We get distracted by other people and maybe their problems. Okay. We find ourselves getting distracted and putting ourselves on the back burner because maybe someone else's issue seems a bit more important than our own, right? And so in this episode, I just want to give you some really solid, good down-home tips to deal with distractions, the mind is so interesting. Now the brain, there are multiple ways that your brain can distract you from your inner voice. Now we talked about, and I believe it was the last episode about avoiding emotions. We are constantly, we constantly say that, oh, I'm just distracted. But we oftentimes, and I'm guilty of this too, are looking for distractions. So we get to avoid those fun emotions, right? Yeah, there are multiple ways that your brain can distract you from your inner voice, from feeling the feelings that you need to feel so you can move forward in your life. Maybe this, these are common ones that I'm just going to throw out. Yeah, you're worried about your to-do list. Maybe your to-do list is in your head. And you're like, I just got to add one more thing. And this gets obsessy and the thing, right? Or maybe you've had a pretty painful conversation and you're obsessing about this conversation and it's really the last thing you want to think about, but you can't stop it. Or maybe, oh, this is one, especially for empaths, we tend to fixate on all of the suffering that goes on in the world. We can't stand it. And sometimes maybe we're thinking that if we fixate on it, we can take that away. We can take away some of the suffering. And what happens is we can seem to easily get thrown off of our game. Maybe we've got this thing that we've got to do. Maybe we're supposed to have a podcast that we're supposed to edit. Um, Maybe we've got lots of things going on. So how do you outsmart these distractions kind of of your own mind. Okay. 
I'll give you some tips. And then I'm going to tell you a couple of things that I do that just help me as an empath who has inattentive ADHD. But I'm actually glad that that happened. Now I know, hey, I've got some facts. I can deal with them. I can wrap my head around them. And I've got some strategies. Now, these distractions could be just thoughts. Hmm? Your to-do list, a thought, if it's in your head, or obsessing about the painful conversation, that loop, it's a thought, it's a thought loop, and it's making you feel icky, yucky, angry, mad, upset, doubtful. Or maybe you're fixating on that suffering that goes on in the world. Now, we cannot force the mind to be quiet. The 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, we cannot stop those. I'm not who I'm not sure who planted this idea into our heads that if we're meditating, that means we have to stop your thoughts. I've actually heard that. I've heard people that are teaching meditation like, okay, stop your thoughts. And they're like, well, I'm automatically doing something wrong now, right? <laughs> I'll tell you as a meditation teacher, that is not possible. If you're not having thoughts, you're flatlining, my friend. So you're having thoughts. However, this is where the mindfulness practice can come in. These are different practices that are going to be so simple and always go back to them. The first one I've talked about it before is the 16 second breathing technique. You're having these thoughts. You're worried about your to-do list. Maybe you're in your car, you can't write it down, or maybe you're obsessing about a painful conversation. Maybe you had it with your boss, your best friend, a parent, sibling, whatever, and you're going to inhale for four, hold it in for four, slowly exhale for four, and hold that out for four. What? Why is that so beneficial? It's giving your mind something to do. You're assigning the mind a task. You're not forcing the mind to be quiet. Okay, that's impossible, right? You're assigning your brain a task. Remember, the brain loves to solve problems. That's kind of what it's designed to do, right? So the 16 second breathing is just a very, very simple technique, you can do a five, five, five and five, whatever. But when you're counting, you're breathing, you've got an anchor, Okay. And thank goodness you get to count the breaths. And actually you can use this to help you fall asleep at night. Okay. Sometimes I get a little bit in my head. Maybe I've had a little too much caffeine, which is a normal thing for me. And I'm like, okay, stop it. Stop it. Well, I can't stop it. I can do very slow 16 second breathing exercises. And so my goal is usually 10 I usually lose count at like three because my body gets relaxed. Okay, so the next thing, something very simple, and I do talk about it quite often. I usually say going for a walk, but I'm going to turn this one into a walking meditation. Hear me out. You're just going, you're not power walking, y'all. You're not trying to beat your best time. You might want to take your Fitbit off. Okay. You're walking and check it out. You're walking, let's say to the stop sign. For me, it's about a half a mile away. And then I come back and I'm fine. So I'm walking down to the stop sign. 
I'm taking in all of the sights. There's usually a couple of dogs that I wave to. I know it's kind of weird, but I wave to the dogs. You're taking in all the sights, all the sounds. Okay. Even if there's traffic, I'm taking in those sounds. I'm taking in all of the smells, the scents. There's some pine trees down at the end and it usually smells so good. And lately there's been like this honeysuckle thing mixed in with the pine. And depending on the time of day, right? It's going to smell differently. It's going to look differently. I'm going to notice different things. So sights, sounds, smells. What else? Humidity, the breeze on your skin. And I always look for something that I haven't seen before. And I'm always going to find it. Right? So a walking meditation, you can make it your own, you can make it down to the stop sign and back, you can make it a nice, long, slow walk. Just remember, it's not a power walk, you're not doing it to get your heart rate up. You're doing it to let the thoughts kind of happen. And I will say just about every single time I go for one of these walks, if I'm dealing with something a little difficult, I let it move through my body. And by the time I'm home, which is like maybe 20 minutes or so, I have a different perspective. Maybe my problem isn't solved, but it's a different perspective. I've gotten to movement. I've focused on some other things. Honestly, being in nature, even if you live in a city, just being outside is going to help you. Okay. And the last thing I want to Um, the last thing I want to give you is the thing that you've been obsessing about. Maybe it's your to-do list. I want to tell you a lot of people don't even write down their list. They're just like, no, it's in my head. Like your brain's not designed to retrieve all the the 25 things on your to-do list. Write your list down on paper. I'm going to have to talk about this. I keep promising I'm going to talk about this. There's so many benefits of getting it out of your head and on to paper. Think of it slow as fast. It's coming out slowly. It's forcing you to slow the thoughts down. Write down what has been distracting you. Do you need to address this thing? Maybe if you just got it out on paper, you just be like, oh, that, oh, okay. I'm okay now. Your to-do list, write it down on paper. It's on the paper now. Remember, many of us don't even write it down. We're just like, oh, I've got all this stuff to do. And then we're like a victim of our own brain. And that painful conversation that you've been kind of obsessing over, write about it. Just write, just fill up a page, fill up a page, scribble, you write outside the margins, write sideways, it doesn't matter. Do your thing, but get it out of your head and onto paper. Do you have to keep it? No, you can if you want. You can put it in the fireplace and burn it. That's a nice little release, releasing it back out there kind of technique that I learned from my meditation teacher, David G. It's a beautiful thing. If you haven't tried it yet, or maybe shredding it, tearing it up, do what you need to do, but get it out of your head and onto paper. Or maybe you're fixating on the suffering that's going on in the world. I get that way with animals. If you're an animal empath, you know what that's like. We are just like, why can't we save all the dogs and cats? Why? 
And we just get super frustrated. We get upset with people that, you know, don't treat their animals well. And we just have this overwhelming y'all. Y'all get it. I know I'm talking to my people. You're fixating and you're suffering on this. Okay. Maybe putting that on paper. What can I do? List three things that I could do right now. It could be as simple as write something out like a blessing to the animals or whatever the suffering that is bothering you. It might not be animals. It might not be your thing. That's okay. It might be as small as sending out a blessing and writing it out on paper is going to make you feel so much better. Or maybe that's going to create a spark in your mind where you can actually make a plan to do something a little bit more, do what you can do, right? Now, are all these perfect? No, I want you to pick one that you can work with. Maybe it's the 16 second breathing. Maybe it's a walking meditation. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's all of them. I don't know. I try to do them all. um, But I'm not obsessing about those either. I'm like, hey, something's coming up. What do I need to do? I need to hang out with this feeling for a little bit and get it out on paper. Maybe I need to walk and just let my brain process it. Or maybe I need to breathe through it. Why are these all these mindfulness exercises beneficial? Remember, when your mind is occupied, it will not be tempted to pay attention to the 10,000 things. Okay, I want you to set your intention to pick an activity that you'll commit to when you are distracted. I know I'm not the only distracted one out here. When you're distracted, commit to it. And by doing this, your mind, you're going to see your mind is going to be a little calmer, and a little clearer, almost like an open sky. If you're ready to start thriving as an empath, I'd love to invite you to work with me one on one. Go to my website, rachelkhudson.com and click the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself. Say nice things to yourself and be kind to others. 